Hi, I'm Lauren Stiving, and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Joining us today is Putri Rialita, who's leading the diversity and inclusion program globally at Denone. D&I can be a big and scary topic, and Putri will help us to pinpoint why diversity and inclusion is important and how it can help your organization. Welcome, Putri. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for having me here with you today. Yes, thank you for joining us. And I'd just like to start, um, as I was mentioning in the introduction, that diversity and inclusion is a very broad topic, or at least that's how I see it. Maybe you'll tell me otherwise, but I was wondering how you actually define DNI. Yeah, well, for me, it's diversity is a fact. It is a fact that each of us is different and mm-hmm. unique in our own way, but inclusion is a choice. So every individual have a choice to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. And I see that diversity can be achieved through policies and KPIs, such as recruitment policy, talent mm-hmm. review policies. But inclusion is delivered by individuals, you and me, through mm-hmm. our behaviors every single day. During my first year in this role, someone told me about an easy way to remember DNI. And he said something like, diversity is like inviting people to a party and inclusion is asking them to dance together. So I think this is a perfect way to illustrate how diversity and inclusion has to be mentioned or has to be done together at the Mm -hmm. same time. Mm -hmm. And how does Danone see diversity and inclusion? I know from speaking with many different people and different companies that it can be seen in different ways. Yes, I agree that DNI is a very broad topic and it is very important to have a clarity on what DNI will bring to the company. Mm-hmm. In another word, what is our DNI business case? At Danone, we call it inclusive diversity mm-hmm. as we believe the importance of inclusion as without inclusion, diversity will not bring any advantage for the business. And mm-hmm. I think for us, Inclusive diversity is a key driver to achieve our big ambitions. This is also aligned with our new One Planet, One Health vision to really fully embrace the food revolution to help foster healthier and more sustainable eating and drinking habits globally. Mm -hmm. We truly believe that inclusive diversity will drive this in three different ways. So first is by creating an inclusive environment We want each employee to have a voice so they can co-create and co-own the company's agenda. We are doing this with our One Voice program where we did a survey to our employees globally asking their feedback about our 2030 company goals. Okay. And also second, we believe that inclusive diversity will definitely create high-performing teams that are more innovative and more highly engaged and that will drive our growth, not only as a business, but also as teams and as individuals. Third one is that we believe that inclusive diversity is not only good for our people, but also for our brands. And as we believe that our brands need to have purpose, a brand's purpose, and inclusive diversity could be one of the big purpose that our brands can stand for. For example, we have our water brands in Mexico and Spain. It's called Bonafont and Fonfea. 
who mm-hmm. both stand for gender equality. Wherever the brand speaks through their communications, their activations, it will stand for gender equality. And so for the non-inclusive diversity is both a lever for both people and business. Okay. And what really motivates you to do this role? Yes. So this is a, a kind of a, a, there's a personal story behind. Personally, I really live diver, inclusive diversity by being married to a German husband, now living in France. And I also studied in Australia. I personally really believe that the more you are open to new things, the more you, your, your mind and heart will be open for innovative ideas. Mm-hmm. There is also a story, a personal story, when I started my career, uh, maybe during my first year of my career. It was in my previous company. I used to be in operations departments before we used to have this head of operations. He is Sri Lankan and he, he always likes to really include different kind of people in his team. At the time, there was a big project in the factory and he asked the questions to the kind of the operations board, who is the best person who can do this project. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was a like management trainee So like people who just graduated and then joined this management associate program, uh, like a fast track career program. Mm -hmm. So everybody said either my name or another colleague of mine who was was also in the management trainee program. And his question was, uh, it's very interesting because he, he asked back, so who do you think will not do this project well? And so the, the, the team was confused with this, this question. But then he, they started to mention some names. And then he decided, okay, one of the names. Okay, let him do this role, do this project, and let him report to me every week. There was like a big shift in the mindset of the team because actually this person managed to do the project very well. Okay. And this is like a, the bias he broke as a team leader mm-hmm. to really think outside the box. So this is what motivates me to, to do this role. Mm-hmm. And what things have you seen um, that have worked for Danone? And yeah, if there are things that you have seen that haven't worked for Danone. In Danone, we believe that the DNI needs to be approached and driven both bottom-up and top-down. At Danone, we first built a bottom-up movement using the, the power of our people to have mm-hmm. their voice and it has been amazing to see how this can drive the topic in an authentic way. And using this bottom-up feedback, we kind of co-create the, the global roadmaps. And then we ask the people we ask the people what we want to focus on for then on. And we want to focus on three things until 2020. So it's gender balance, culture, nationality, and inclusive behaviors with clear KPIs for each of these. And then the next step is to deploy it in two prongs approach. First is by function. So by function means sales, marketing, mm-hmm. operations, finance, etc. Because we believe that each function has kind of different needs in terms of what kind of diversity they need within the functions. And also another approach is by clusters. So cluster is region or countries. So we ask each functions and each cluster to build their functional roadmap 
and then cluster to build their cluster roadmap. So for example, there is a sales roadmap, operations roadmap for inclusive diversity. And there is also China uh, inclusive diversity roadmap, Mexico, Italy, etc. Okay. And this approach works so far. People feel the ownership about mm-hmm. their own roadmap and KPIs. And they also like this approach because it is relevant with their local context. Okay. And what do you think still needs to be done or where is Danone on their journey? We still have, of course, we are not there yet. So we just started this three years ago and we need to make it sustainable. So this is the the biggest challenge. And this should be done by really creating a clear governance that puts clear roles and responsibilities for everybody. Mm-hmm. And when I say everybody, it's mostly about engaging the middle management to make it really clear for them what is expected of them in a simple way. Because yes, we have to engage the top management and I think it's much easier to engage the top management, in this case, the CEO, the COMEX in this journey, than uh, engaging the, the middle management. Because you know the middle management are the people who have pressures so both business pressure for from the top but also pressure to manage their teams they need to really grasp the the topic in a simple way that they can contribute that they can use it to really help them to have a better teams or a better job in their roles and therefore you know like through trainings or regular contact during teams meetings so you know like uh, five minutes at the beginning of meetings We ask people to do inclusion moments and this really helps to bring the topic to the table. So really because inclusive diversity, it doesn't really ring a bell and it can mean in a different way for different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it's okay. And it's okay to have different understanding in this. Therefore, the, the role of champions with the bottom-up approach, now we have 200 champions globally and these champions are by function. So they are not only... HR, but also coming from the other functions like uh, finance, sales, etc. And they are the ones who help to shape the conversations in the teams. And it, it, so the conversation should have, for example, like what does it mean for them to be an inclusive leader? For example, when you recruit, when you develop people, when you review performance, when mm-hmm. you are in meetings, when you are in meetings with your team, when you are expected to come with new, new ideas. So these kind of scenarios... We identify these scenarios and together with the champions, we develop some short videos or short anecdotes that they can use to bring the topic to the table. Okay. And for those companies which are at the early stages of DNI, what advice would you give to them? I think first, first of all is that when we are working on DNI, because it's diversity and inclusion, we need to make sure that our approach to DNI is, is inclusive. It's not top-down because then if DNI is only top-down, I mean, we do need top-down commitment, but it also has to be inclusive. So it is very important to involve the people and co-build with them on what and how they think we should address DNI in the company. And second, I think benchmarking is very important because we did a lot of benchmarking when we, before we started. So we, we know where other companies are and it would give us a picture of where we want to be. And mm-hmm. third, engaging the top management, in this case, uh, your CEO, your COMEX. And fourth, build really a clear governance 
and provide opportunity for people to contribute in this process. And last but not least, then you should deploy it in an inclusive way because different countries have different priorities. Like, for example, gender may not be a topic in Russia or in China. Then they must be allowed to focus on other topics. For example, in China, they focus on more young talents, on how to include young talents into the conversations, for example. Mm -hmm. What we need to do is we give frameworks, but really we need to give freedoms for the local teams to own their programs based on their local context. Okay. Well, Poochery, thank you so much for joining us today on the Career Success Podcast. Thank you. I hope this was useful. 